we are um, uh, beginning a new short uh, sermon series. Um, it's about how our Christian faith uh, interacts with and uh, responds to key, some key current issues in the world around us, perhaps in our lives. Issues such as uh, finance, environment, mental health, and this morning, injustice. Faith and injustice. And in many ways, I, I think I feel somewhat hesitant speaking about uh, issues of injustice because, to be honest with you, I haven't suffered much injustice in my life compared to many, many people. And also because it's such a huge and complex and, and a kind of emotionally raw topic, the topic of injustice, that a 12-minute sermon, I don't know how far we get into it. However, I will share a few thoughts with you this morning, and I hope that, that there will be something uh, that speaks to you. Uh, and first, I would like us to read uh, a short passage from not Prophet Amos, but Prophet Micah, which is uh, in the Old Testament. And if you've got a Bible, uh, there should be some Bibles uh, out and about. Maybe, maybe uh, look up the, the, these verses with me. I know they're on the screen, but it's something about holding the Bible, isn't it? Um, so it's on page six, sorry, page nine three four in the Church Bible. Nine three four, Micah six, page nine three four, and we're going to read from verse six. Page nine three four, Micah six, and from verse six, the prophet writes this. With what shall I come before the Lord and, how, and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Okay, many years ago, I was uh, given a beautiful bike, a lovely racing bike. It hardly been used and I was so chuffed receiving this bike as a gift. And I, I stored it in my garage. I had it for around two weeks. And then I went into um, uh, the garage one morning uh, to fetch something. And I could smell gas. And what you do, of course, is to call the gas man, British Gas. And they came out quite quickly. And yes, it was a bit of a leak. Nothing too dangerous, but it was a gas leak. And the man said that he had to call someone uh, with the right equipment, tools, to come and fix it. I told him about this precious bike of mine that I had in the garage. And I said, I'm keen to, to lock the garage. Um, he said, no, no, leave it open uh, because we need some, some air, some ventilation. And he would be outside, look after it. I went in and came out 15 minutes later and the bike was gone. The bike was 
gone. And I had this strong, strong feeling, as you can imagine, of being wronged. And even 30, more than 30 years later, I still feel quite angry about this bike that someone took, whether it was this British gas man or someone else. Because we feel it, don't we? When wrongs being done to us, when we are at the receiving end of injustices, we feel anger. It's not right. What about you? What have you experienced in terms of injustice? Have you been on the receiving end? Or maybe someone taken something from you without being caught and faced justice. Perhaps being accused of having done something or said something that you never did. It feels quite painful, doesn't it? Yeah? You feel anger. And I think it's a godly thing. God wants Justice. God wants fairness. And there are, of course, much more frightening and severe episodes of injustices done to people than just a stolen bike. And with children present, we don't have a kind of, uh, I don't want to go into details, but we read about it in the paper, we watch it on the news about the horrific war in Ukraine and, and trafficking and you know, human trafficking. Uh, racial institu- uh, institutional racism, even in the church, there is so much going on. In 2006 and 2007, I had the opportunity to visit India as part of short-term mission outreach. And here we spent some time working in a slum in a town called Tenali in Andhra Pradesh, the state that Michael and Shoba come from. However prepared we as a team were, or we thought we were, coming into a slum project, it completely shocked us, seeing the poverty, the oppression, the abuse that was going on in that slum in Tenali. To see people who had no hope for the future. A couple of years later on, I watched the film Slumdog Millionaire. Anyone seen Slumdog Millionaire? Quite a few of you. Um, and many of the images that I glimpsed during my visits to India was again portrayed uh, on the screen in that film. Portraying life in the Yuhu slum in Mumbai. And films such as Slumdog Millionaire, films like The Mission, Schindler's List, Amazing grace. They highlight the impact of injustice in the world. And I am drawn, and for over the years I've been drawn to these films, and I find it incredibly challenging. Not just watching the the abuse and the persecution and the torture going on, but perhaps more discovering people being willing to stand in the gap at the cost, at a huge cost often to themselves in order to fight against injustices. 
And I find myself thinking, Burton, what would you have done in that place at that particular time? What would I have done? Here at the Martyrs, we have a history of working with some of the least privileged in our society. Such as those who are struggling with debt and faced with homelessness. Pioneering Just Shop, which is about fair trade and ethical and sustainable living. Having an active mothers' union who engages with local and international justice issues, such as modern day slavery. Two weeks ago, Philippa spoke here on Sunday morning about God's heart for mission. And as part of the response, we had an opportunity to write on a post-it note something that we are passionate about in regards to mission. And some of you wrote that you're passionate about reaching people on the fringe. That you're passionate about being a voice for the poor. You are passionate about social justice issues. I think this is part of our martyr's DNA. Engaging with issues of injustice. And in Micah, God makes it very clear. To work for justice is not just good, it's also required of us. And it says very challenging, 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 sorry, Challenge, that's a long word. It says very challengingly that God is not interested in devotion by itself. This devotion and worship must flow out of us into practical action of justice and mercy. The Bible reminds us that God hates injustice. Now let the fear of the Lord be on you, it says in Second Chronicles. Judge carefully, for with the Lord our God there is no injustice or partiality or bribery. You see, biblical justice is rooted in the very character of God, which is never less than just. Let me say that again. We, uh, biblical justice is rooted in the very character of God, which is never less than just. And we especially see this in the ministry of Jesus. You know, Samaritans, as perhaps you know, were seen by the Jews as racially inferior to them. Yet twice Jesus places Samaritans on the same spiritual level as the Jews. Once Jesus caused a riot when he declared that God loves Gentiles as much as Jews. Referring to the widow of Sarapheth and Naaman, the Syrian. Jesus reached out to lepers who were social outcasts, touching them and defying the contemporary social prohibitions. Jesus challenged his disciples to not only be generous to the poor, but to welcome them into their homes and into their families. And through the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus defined loving my neighbor as giving practical financial and medical aid to someone of a different religion and race. So as followers of Jesus, our Christian faith should motivate us to do something when faced with injustice. And of course, throughout history, we've seen lots of people 
as I mentioned, standing up, standing in the gap, and respond. Of course, we think of people like Mother Teresa and Martin Luther King and William Wilberforce and, and many, many others, Oscar Schindler. But many of the people we don't know about, but they're working there, working in the area of injustice, reaching out with God's heart, motivated by their faith. Our faith must lead to action. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you. To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Justice, mercy and humility goes hand in hand. I would say we can't truly love mercy and walk humbly with God and not to engage with justice issues. Mercy. We have received so much from God, haven't we? We don't deserve, we don't we can't earn our salvation. But God has just poured it out. We deserved eternal separation. Instead, Jesus gave us Jesus. Gave us salvation. God's mercy. Humility. Humility. We are aware of our humanity, aren't we? You know, we are fairly, most of us, we are fairly broken, fragile, quite needy people. We work hard perhaps to pretend that we are okay, but in reality, you know, we need so much help. We need so much support, don't we? We are humans. And you know, most of us, we haven't got too much to boast about. We need to walk humbly with God. And with humility, with love of mercy, we can respond to injustices around us. So, where are we seeing injustices today? Where are you seeing it today? And what can we do? How can we respond? Is there a letter that we could write? Financially, could we help someone who has got so little? Perhaps volunteering at Money Matters or Baby Basics or a local food bank. Perhaps praying for children living in the slum in Tenal in India or many other slums around the world. Perhaps sponsoring a child through World Vision. Or what about supporting international justice mission as they work toward freeing more people caught in modern day slavery. What is God saying to you this morning? What is God saying to you this morning? Of course, there is so much to do and we can't do everything. But perhaps we can do something. If you're not already involved and perhaps you're still wondering how to get started, I would say start small. Take one step. Give one pound. Write one email. Say one prayer this week for someone who is faced with injustice. Let us all do something. And then Jesus responds. The king will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. 
And I was in prison and you came to visit me. Amen.